Hey, it's Caitlin. Hey, it's Abigail. Welcome Welcome to to The Gutsy Gutsy Truth. We believe that change is easier when you are not alone. Through practical advice, personal stories, and expert insights, we offer strategies, empowerment, and a supportive community for you to turn to for guidance and motivation on your journey to living your best life. Let's dive in. Today, we're interviewing Tammy Small with Small Gestures Matter. Tammy is a mom of three kids and a granny of two, and she's been an educator for over 30 years and is now a certified health and nutrition coach, empowering moms to make the best decisions possible when it comes to the health of their families. We are so excited to welcome today's guest. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of The Gutsy Truth. We are so excited to have Tammy Small here with Small Gestures Matter and Tammy Small Health. Um, She is a nutritional health coach and and we are so excited because number one, we found out through about her through our friend, Dr. Leanne Rushing, aka my sister-in-law, as y'all know, but we just love when we make these cool connections via the social media world. And now it's becoming an interview. So Tammy, welcome to the Gutsy Truth. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. We are so excited to have you here. So we're going to talk all things food and nutrition today, which everyone yes. should know it's one of our favorite topics yep. here on this podcast. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> Yay. Love it. Perfect. So Tammy, just, um, let's just start off. Tell us about yourself, like who you are, what you do and your business. Okay. So I'm Tammy Small. I have three grown children. I have two grandchildren. I've been married to my childhood sweetheart for 31 years, 32 years, 32 years. That's what happens when it's that long. (laughs) Um, Anyway, and so I started, my background is education. I was a elementary school teacher for many years and I did early childhood. And I, when my kids were, one was starting kindergarten, one was starting middle school and one was starting high school. I knew that I just could not be in the classroom I was working 50, 60 hours a week and I wanted to do something where I was at home more. So I started my own little um, early childhood education business where I went into schools and taught STEM classes. It kind of evolved into this big thing. And I did that for 15 years. Um, But halfway through that journey, um, my husband had a heart attack Mm -hmm. at the age of 45. So that kind of is what got me onto the nutrition and health um, I guess, journey. And that's how this all kind of evolved over the last, it was 10 years ago. So, but it just started with just one thing at a time, you know, just trying to change everything. And again, 10 years ago, so Instagram wasn't what Instagram is now. Pinterest Mm -hmm. wasn't what it is now. And it was just me doing just a ton of research on my own, trying to find, you know, what we're supposed to do for our health. Right. And we were not, we were not like these fast food, you know, just Mm -hmm. totally crazy, I guess, um, off the wall, like eat whatever we wanted. We thought we were doing a pretty good job. And my husband has a whole little background about his heart anyway, but it, we didn't know anything about it, but he was a smoker and his family has some heart history, but we were just like, it was like crazy. And the minute it happened, I was in the hospital, like researching, like, what do we do, Yeah, you know, for our health and just kind of started changing some things in our house and things that I thought were nutritious that really weren't like Mm -hmm. my, my whole wheat bread that wasn't really whole wheat bread, you know, when I started (laughs) learning how to read the labels and things like that. So it just kind of evolved over the years. And we just started changing things one, one thing at a time. Mm -hmm. And I, people started to ask us questions in the beginning. I lost some weight. I needed to, 
I, or I wanted to lose some weight. It started in that January before he had his heart attack. I noticed that my weight was just fluctuating a lot and we weren't working out. We weren't exercising and a new gym opened. So I was like, let's January, like, okay, new year, new beginning. Let's mm -hmm. start this, you know, get on a healthier, healthier lifestyle. So went to the gym, dragged my husband, made him come. And that's like two days later, he had a heart attack. But mine was, I guess, more about my weight because mm -hmm. I had like three sizes in my closet. And again, I was never like this, I guess, obese person or anything like sure. that. But just, I was going through menopause, but didn't really know I was going through menopause mm -hmm. and just all this. And, um, but it just evolved. And I was like, you know, health isn't about the number on the scale is what I, what I learned as it, it went on and just, you know, the calories in calories out yep. and not doing that, just eating real food. Yeah. Like you girls know, just yeah, eating yeah. real food and just some of the packaged things that we were buying, like the, you know, my lean cuisines that were fish and apples and whatever else was in there. And I'm thinking that, that this was healthy. And then when I learned to read, you know, the ingredient labels and I'm looking at it and I'm going, what? <laughs> There's like 5 million ingredients yeah. in this fish, right. <laughs> you know, what yeah. is this? So that's how, how it started. Yeah. And then people started asking questions and I started sharing and then decided to do a blog. And my blog kind of started as a lifestyle blog, but I started sharing more recipes. I wanted, my whole thing was, uh, easy for moms. Like I wanted easy recipes that moms could do in 30 minutes and started doing that would, my teacher friends would come over and have like little workshops and show them how to do things. And that's how it started. And it evolved into me wanting to be a new, really, I wanted to take nutrition classes for my own self and mm -hmm. for my credibility. If I was going to be sharing things on my blog, I wanted to have some credibility. But then once I started, I was like, I really, I really do want to coach. That's what yeah. I want to do. And, mm -hmm. you know, when 2020 happened, <laughs> Everything yeah. kind of changed anyway, because my school's all closed and my husband is in aviation, so he wasn't working. And so that's when we moved to Fredericksburg. We lived in the Dallas area for 20 something years and then uh -huh. we moved here. And that's when I started doing my coaching, kind of just changed everything. So yeah. That's how it all started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can like resonate with that so much because like there's normally some big life moment that happens, yeah. right? And you're really, and we were the same way. We're like, we thought we were pretty healthy people. You know, we cooked at home. It's not like we ate out like pizza and burgers all the time or anything. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then you have this like aha moment and you like really start looking at stuff. And then, yeah, even like I, I so giggle because you're like my whole wheat bread that I thought was healthy. Oh, <laughs> I remember the first time I really read ingredients on bread and I like died. Yeah. I was like, yeah, what it is this? everything it was the whole wheat bread it was the whole wheat pasta yeah I thought it was whole wheat pasta and when you look at it it says wheat and it's supposed to say whole wheat otherwise it's it was just like all these different things and that's why I wanted to yeah. share because it's so hard to figure all that out yourselves yeah uh, now it's a little bit but it's still I think now we have Instagram and there's a lot of people sharing mm -hmm. information but then that's overwhelming because there's always in nutrition there's always you know, well, no, that's not right. No, that's not right. And, right. <laughs> um, you, you mentioned Leanne. Leanne and I say this all the time. Like, even in the nutrition world, nutritionists and dietitians and everybody are fighting with each other. Mm -hmm. Can we just tell people to eat real like, food? Food, right? Yeah, exactly. Just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just it's really as simple as real food, and we get that yeah. all the time. Like, you know, Caitlin and I are both gluten free, dairy free, because that's what works well for our bodies and mm -hmm. like our health mm -hmm. journeys. And people like always think that we're on some like health trend with that. I'm like, no, it's actually like because this is a major inflammation for me, and like mm -hmm. I've you know right. figured this out. And they're like, oh, you're just doing that trendy thing. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. 
and, and I get that too. And yeah. I, I went gluten-free. Um, it's been almost, well, November, mm-hmm. in November of last year. And same thing. I, I actually wasn't having any issues because I've tried it over the years. You sure. know, I wonder if I have like, how, how will I feel if I don't eat gluten? But when mm-hmm. I was working um, with Dr. Rushing, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. she had yeah. done some testing and found some things and yeah. was like, you know, maybe you should try not, you know, yeah. not having gluten. So we're going to test again. I haven't tested, but I've, I've, I don't have a reaction to it, but that mm. doesn't, that's another learning thing, right? Yeah. So you might not be feeling it, but there's things going on that we don't really exactly. know about, but that that's um, for me, that was, that's a small piece right now, but yeah. it's, it's just making all those changes and it's ever evolving. Like sometimes when I work with clients and, you know, their three month or their six month coaching program is coming to an end and, you know, mm. you know, do you want to still work with me? you know, how, and we just evaluate where they're at. Sure, and, right. you know, I get people, well, am I done? And I'm like, you're never done. Yeah, <laughs> right. None of us are ever done. Like I'm still learning. I've been yeah. doing this for 10 years and I'm still learning. So, yeah. yeah. So it's with, a- with some of that stuff, like you've kind of touched on a little bit, but what are some common misconceptions that I would say the general public has about like food and nutrition that kind most of people like are shocked I said earlier about like, I think that people equate nutrition and health to the number on the scale. Yeah. yeah. And it couldn't be further from the truth because you can get to that number and you, that you, that you have in your head. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how I started. Like I have a number in my head, right? Mm-hmm. I want to get to this number, but the way that you get there might not be the best, Yeah, you know, nutritionally. So, um, it's not about the number on the scale. It's not about having to be on a certain diet. And I think that's what a lot of people think I have to be on this diet. And then we have to call it something. It has to have a name. It has to have, you know, I do keto or I do, and I'm not saying any of those are wrong. I'm just Mm -hmm. saying that it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to count your macros. You don't have to count your calories or anything like that. I think that's a common a common misconception. I think that it's, it's super hard, mm-hmm. um, that there's all this, you know, meal prepping, you're spending days, you know, meal prepping. And yeah. I think those are misconceptions. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's what I feel I like yeah. come across a lot is yeah. just that, or, or, or you get these negative, like, oh, my kids are never going to go for this or, yeah, right. and a big part of what I, I like to do and who I like to work with and coach, I work, I coach, um, women of all ages. I have, you know, people who are my age and older and Mm -hmm. I, but I really love coaching people that are your age, like (laughs) that are starting to have their families and, Mm -hmm. um, just helping people see that the whole family can eat one meal. You don't have to cook, you know, mom is on a different, you know, mom's eating salad and, you know, the kids are eating chicken nuggets. You know, Mm -hmm, I just want everyone to see that you can eat the same things. The families can eat the same meals and they're nutritious and delicious. It doesn't have to be bland and boring. And I think that's another thing. It's all salads and, you know, chicken breasts and broccoli. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We talk about that all the time too. Um, that people just, you know, you think of, and I saw this on Instagram the other day and I thought this was so like well worded. It's like people like everyone labels it a diet or like eating bad food is so common that when you eat normal, real healthy food, people automatically call it a diet. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm just eating normal food. I'm not eating (laughs) some junky food. But that that just says so much about like how society influences the way we eat Mm -hmm. is just because, you know, what's readily available, what's like at the, you know, eye level at the grocery store, um, what's easiest, you know, thing to mm-hmm. fast food place to go to, you know, what's right. what marketing campaigns are we constantly seeing? Like that's so influential of of how people choose to eat. Yeah. Right. And I think that 
Also, I think that, again, and again, I, I keep saying this about the number on the scale, but I think that when people eat something, like just even, you know, in my younger years, when you eat something, you go, okay, I ate this. So now tomorrow I have to, you know, get on the treadmill for a little bit yes. longer or whatever it is. And we, and, or we go on vacation and we come back and we have to, um, we have to work out more. We have to like my, you know, a common thing is like, what cleanse can I do or what, yeah. what can I do to make up for what I did when I was on vacation? Right. Instead of just looking at that, I was on vacation. I had some fun. Now I'm going to get back to the way that I was eating. And yeah. it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. So it doesn't have to be all or nothing. And there's things that we can do on our vacations that are fun. And there's things that we can do that are still, you know, nutritious. We don't have to, it doesn't have to be just all or nothing. And when we come back, punish ourselves for what we, what we did. It's, mm -hmm. it's, I think that happens a lot. Um, especially when we're thinking about it in terms of weight, but we're not thinking about those just, and, and this is the way I 100% used to think about it is you, you eat something and you think about it as calories or, but not like how it's nurturing your body. Yeah. Exactly. So you can't undo, you can't undo those things by getting on the treadmill. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's like, I feel like such a common mindset is that people view food as punishment mm -hmm. of like, if they're, if they're eating something, then they have to punish themselves for like eating the cookie or the, or the hamburger right. or whatever, and then make up for it by working out or starving themselves the next day or later right. in the day. And it's, right. and that is such a, a toxic mindset to have, as opposed to thinking of food as medicine, thinking as food as fueling Fuel. your body. Um, and that is like such like, once I made that transition, like it's such a, like the relationship I have with food right now is like, it's so much better and it, you enjoy it more right. and it's more you like, f and then obviously like, maintaining like good intake of protein, like your, your energy levels and everything yeah. is just so different. And I think what people struggle with is they've normalized how they felt for so long and they've normalized approaching food right. as like this constant battle with the scale that they don't even realize that there's another option for them of mm -hmm. how they can right. live and how they can approach their relationship with food. Right. I agree. And I think that, you know, the way that I used to think about it, that was I mean, that's the way it used to be, right? Mm -hmm. So now things have been changing, but that's the way it used to be. When I was younger, when I was in my 20s, that's the way it used to be. That's what we kind of learned from our parents and it gets passed down. That's part of the reason why I like working with families is because, you know, you're passing this down to your to your kids, mm -hmm. the way that, you know, your lifestyle and the mm -hmm. way that you think about nutrition. And my daughter and I had this discussion not too long ago about um, what she thought, you know, growing up, cause you don't know what your kids think, yeah. you know, yeah. about yeah. the way that you do things. And she's like, I never, she never saw me do that. Like mm -hmm. there was one time after I had my, my daughter and my youngest son are 10 years apart. And there was one time when I was, um, after I had my youngest son that mm -hmm. I did weight watchers for a little while, but I never talked about my weight or what size I was or mm -hmm. anything like that. And, and I know I talked that, I thought that way, but I didn't talk sure. about it to, yeah. my, mm -hmm. to my kids ever. You know, I can't eat this. We we never did that. We did talk about nutrition and things like that. Or, you know, they knew that we had, didn't have all the treats that some of their, some of their friends or whatever had, but we never talked about it, you know, but that's, I grew up like that. Not yeah. that my mom was so much like that, but she did, you know, I'm on a diet or whatever, but I didn't mm -hmm. ever think about that so much with her, but just that whole 
my whole family and, you know, yeah. your friends. And when you're in your twenties, like, Oh, I, you know, I ate this. It's so bad. And yeah, I just, I think that it's, we've come a long way since then, but we yeah. still have a long way to go. And I think that some yeah. people do still think about it like that, but yeah. I think it's changing. I'm starting to change anyway. Oh, for sure. For sure. And yeah, I, th- I finally feel like there's a movement now with, you know, how we view life, <laughs> the three of us here of like viewing food like, like Caitlin mentioned, like wholesome food as medicine and fuel. And so you're not even think like, I feel like I'm, I think is from what I'm seeing is that the calories in calories out is starting to die down. Yes. Cause people, yes. you know, like at that, there's like that classic thing. It's like, well, here's hundred calories of broccoli versus a hundred calories of Oreos, you know, like which yeah. one is actually going to give you some value. Right. <laughs> you right. Know, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and our body metabolizes those differently. Mm-hmm. So even if you have that hundred calories, your body's doing different things with those hundred calories. Right. So it's not automatically, you know, the whole it's, I think that we simplified it, you know, that whole yeah. calories in calories out for a long time. And it's not as simple as people mm-hmm. thought. Right. And yeah. if it was, then everybody would not have, you know, have to yeah, <laughs> every, we wouldn't have an obesity problem in our country, right. you know? Yeah. yeah right. That'd be so different. I would love to see like, you know, for so long, like they didn't list the calories and then they started listing them like on a, for a lot of like mm-hmm. major chain restaurants and whatnot, you see like, you know, 1200 calories or whatever oh, like for, on like, a menu on a menu. Yeah. Right. And so like, my goal is like, how do we get them to like scrap that and just put all the ingredients? The ingredients, because yeah, like right. that would be mind blowing to see. I don't think like, I like, want to know. I, I, I know <laughs> it's kind of. I know it's kind of scary because then you're like, okay, well not now. I can really eat nowhere because it's all terrible. Yeah. But it would be such a shock to society for mm-hmm. them to like, you know, go to Starbucks and see, oh, there's their, you know thousand calorie mocha frappuccino whatever but like look at all the ingredients that are in it right and look at the amount of sugar in it too like that's a huge thing for sure yes 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 for sure yeah so what were some like when you really started the journey of like reading ingredients um like talk us through (laughs) I guess like the the five phases of crazy denial or whatever and shock and awe (laughs) that we feel like we've all gone through. I'm telling you, so we did, so some of the things in our house that we did, I mean, we cooked all the time. My husband and I, we, we like to cook. So Mm -hmm. we cooked all the time. I like to cook because I like to eat. I don't like to cook (laughs) because I like the process so much. Mm -hmm. I love food, always have been a foodie. My dad was a fabulous cook. My whole Mm -hmm. family, my brother uh, is a really good cook. So came from like really good food. So Mm -hmm. that's what, why I, that's why I like to cook, but because I love to eat. But um, anyway, just we had things that were our like sort of um, it's a busy weeknight, like what we're going to have if mm-hmm. the kids had, you know, activities or whatever, and like a sandwich and like progresso soup was a big one mm-hmm. um, instead of making soup from scratch, which I had always done that because I didn't grow up with, um, with a lot of, you know, canned stuff. My dad cooked from scratch all the time. And mm-hmm. I think that my husband and I started out doing that, but then as the kids got bigger, we stopped doing that just mm-hmm. convenience wise. Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize once we started looking at the labels and everything and started going back to scratch again, it's not as hard as I was thinking it was, you know what I mean? So, but those were the things like things like that, just looking at the package and going, oh, and I had just kind of started hearing about that, like Mm -hmm. reading ingredient labels. So I was starting to pay attention. And when, when I, like I said, that January, my husband had the heart attack, like two days after he went to the gym for the first time in a long time. (laughs) So it was like right when we started all that, Mm -hmm. but I had just started hearing about looking at the ingredients on the label and I'm like, what? And so I, like, I turned the label over and I'm like, 
what the heck is all that stuff? Right. I have no clue. Had yeah. absolutely no clue. Um, so that was that was the biggest eye opener. And I think one of the things that I was doing in the grocery store, I was driving my family crazy. Mm-hmm. I was looking at every single freaking label mm-hmm. in yeah. the store. Yeah. And then on my phone looking like, what is this? What is this? Yep, right. And I stopped doing that. I had to just stop. That was like crazy. And most of the time, if I didn't know what it was, then probably not something I want to be putting in my body anyway. Right? Yeah, right. So I always just tell my clients that if it's not something that you have in your kitchen, then it's probably not something that you want in your body. Yeah. And I'm not saying that every single thing on the label is that if you don't know what it is, but a lot of the times it is most yeah, of the time. It is. And sure. if you just stick to the whole, like the whole food, and I know we have to have some, you know, some packaged food, of course, but mm-hmm. just it's easier now. Again, it's easier now yeah. to find those things than it was 10 years ago. Oh, so yeah. it's we've come a long way in the last 10 years and it's really it's exciting <laughs> yes. to see some of the things. It's it's getting a lot easier to get some of those things that are more mm-hmm. convenient for, you know, for families and for people who are super busy. Right. So that's a good thing. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah, I know cuz that's such a hard balance of um yeah, when you've got a family, young kids and, you know, after school activities and all that going around. Yeah. It's so easy just to grab the quick thing, which is like, yeah, open this can, put it in pot, heat up. Like, right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So back to your original question, it was just kind of looking at those things and then starting. And then my husband, um, he really got excited. I bought a bunch of cookbooks that were, Mm -hmm. he, you know, he, he liked to cook before. I mean, Mm -hmm. he always cooked and did a lot of like barbecue and stuff like that, but, um, started to cook a lot of Mediterranean food Mm -hmm. and, Like he would be in the kitchen. He loves, he could be in the kitchen all day. He loves being in the kitchen. And I'm like, what are you doing today? Like, what? (laughs) You spend the whole day making what? And just so good. Like, it's all so good. And But he would make like five things. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm going to make this, this, and this. But now, I mean you know, when I want that stuff, I can make that very easily too. It just not, I don't make all five in one day. Like he, right. did. Yeah. he just, just started experimenting and just seeing how good, like all this, all these different flavors and everything could be. And yeah. it doesn't, again, it doesn't have to be, you know, kale. Yeah, all the time. yeah. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So what are, what's some of the first things you go through, like with a new client, right? When you're talking to them about like, like you're having to educate them from step one of like wholesome foods and like switching your eating habits. Yeah. We- so just like super small. Yeah. And your mindset is really important mm-hmm. and your why. Those are two big things for me. Like, yep. why are you doing this? And I like to get really specific. Like, you know, there might be a client who wants to lose weight. Well, I want to lose weight. Well, why? Mm-hmm. You know, and we just keep going, why, 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 until we get to the real like, okay, this is why I want to do it. You need to write that down. You need to plaster that on the wall so that you can go back to that. And that's what I always go back to. Mm -hmm. I go back to my why. Um, My mom died of breast cancer at 58 years old. You know, my husband had that heart attack when he was 45 and my dad just passed away last month at Mm -hmm. 76. And his health journey from like when he was in his fifties until now has been just awful, just Mm -hmm. awful. I mean, classic, like on every, the reason why, um, Leanne is not doing pharmacy anymore, every medication you could possibly see. Mm -hmm. So my why is I, I don't want breast cancer. I don't, you know, want to have a heart attack. I don't want to be on medication and live my, my dad's last 10 years of his life were horrible. I mean, just horrible for him. He didn't get to travel like he wanted to, you know, just was in and out of the hospital. Um, 
somewhat somewhat able to do things but not to the extent that he wanted to do things I mean it wasn't like he was in he wasn't like in a nursing home or anything like that but he just his quality of life was not good so my why is I have two grandchildren now I love spending time with them I love being on the floor with them and and so getting really specific with that that Mm -hmm. brings me back to why I do everything that I do yeah you know, and so that, so just knowing your why and then um, changing your mindset that it mm-hmm. has to be hard, that it has to be expensive, you know, just getting over my husband's, like I said before, my husband's not going to be on board. My kids are never going to go for this, you mm-hmm. know, things like that. Just changing your mindset. Those are the two things that I start with first and then start just adding. You don't have to take anything away right now. Just yes. start adding, mm-hmm. add like, you know, crowd you know, the crowding out, Yeah. Uh, yep. add more fruits and vegetables, more plants to your, to your diet. Start there. Yeah. That's where we start. I love and that. And for you're... a lot of women, my age, especially, um, they, they get caught up in their, like, I think breakfast is a big thing. Like they get, they get caught up in like, um, their bars, their little yes. bars for yeah. breakfast or, you know, what they're having, like the things that they're having for breakfast. I, I like to change breakfast is one of the first things that we try and work on and, mm-hmm. um, just, a little when when they stop to look at what you know why they're feeling the way they are at 10 or 11 or 12 o'clock mm-hmm. um one o'clock it's goes back to what they had for breakfast and just kind of explaining what it was they actually had and right. how we can change that and so that's one of the one thing that we we change we yeah. try to change in the beginning is is breakfast for for people especially who are who are more my age, you know, that mm-hmm. are running out the door with a bar. I mean, yeah. I, I think that people, a lot of people do that and not just my age, but yeah. Um, yeah. that's, that's a big place to start and it's, and it doesn't have to be hard. Yeah. 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 I just love that you talked about mindset and your why first. Cause I mm-hmm. think that is so, so important because for us, like it is not just doing this trendy, you know, approach to food just, you know, for a couple months or a couple weeks, just because, you know, it's a fun thing. That's what everyone's talking on social media. Like it's a lifestyle change. Mm -hmm. And if it's a lifestyle change, then your why has to be strong for you to maintain it and for you to be successful on Mm -hmm. the path. Like for me, navigating infertility is my very, very strong why. Like I've, I've been willing to do whatever it takes to be able to have a family. And so like, that is what fuels me. It makes me passionate. It also makes me easier to like say no to things when like it's Mm -hmm. oftentimes like oh like if we're at like um a work event or a cocktail hour or whatever and you know you have all those temptations to like have some cookies or have some you know just like just yeah you know not as healthy options of food or drinks all the time or whatever it's easier to say no because I know number one how it affects my body and my why is so much more important than a couple of bites of X, Y, and Z that right, I can enjoy right. in one moment and it's going to be a fleeting like taste and then it's gone. You know what I mean? Right. And so I think that is just so important to start with that why because if that's not strong, then it's going to be really hard to be successful and make it a habit and a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Right. And the other thing that I, I like to talk to my clients about too is how you feel. Mm-hmm. So it's how you feel after you ate the food and not just how your body feels um, physically with, you know, oh, you know, I felt sick or whatever, but also mentally how you feel because we beat ourselves up. Right. So just thinking about like how you're going to feel after I have this whole thing, um, about like at, at the holidays, I like to go through, um, like just some tips for, for, navigating the holidays or, you know, yeah. like, um, Labor Day is coming up or, um, what, 
what you can go through, you know, there's so rather than the whole Labor Day weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, just wheels off the bus, eat whatever I want, just kind of plan it out. Like, yeah, yeah. there's going to be things that I'm going to do that I don't normally do, but maybe I'm not going to be the whole entire weekend. Mm -hmm. And then how do I want to feel on Monday? Do right. I want to be kicking myself in the butt or mm -hmm. do I want to, you know, just, just knowing that how you're going to feel, or do I want to be in bed? Cause I feel like crapola or, you know, yeah, whatever yeah. it is, but just, just recognizing how you feel and not just, not just then, but anytime when you're doing this, like when people are starting to add more fruits and vegetables for me, for sure. When I started just adding things in, it's like, dang, I feel really good right now. Yeah. <laughs> and then just going back to, oh my gosh, that's, I've been eating more fruits and vegetables or, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's not just about when you eat the yucky stuff, but when you eat the good stuff, how do you feel yes. both again, like mentally and physically, how do you feel? Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Well, like this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about this stuff all the time. Yes. And it's so true. So this is just such like good, um, like re-energizing conversations about food and stuff and how and why it's so important. Because you're, I mean, everything you said is just a spot on, right? Like not just how you're feeling physically, how do you feel mentally? And then you just have, it just helps. It, it just builds, like it snowballs in a it positive builds, way. And it does, it totally snowballs yeah. because you start to see, and like you said, I think um, one of you said earlier that, um, you know, you don't know that you feel Crummy. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. you really don't know. And then, and, and I've had clients tell me this, like they, and you know, going back to weight, like we, I haven't, I've, I don't work with clients specifically on, um, no one's come to me. Well, I've had one person for spe specifically for, I want to lose, you know, X amount of pounds. Mm -hmm. They've come to me for, I want to feel better or, um, I'm getting older. I've had, you know, like I said, clients my age, um, pre-diabetic, things like that. And then they do lose weight and they're like, I weighed myself and I lost 10 pounds. Like just, yeah. they're not mm -hmm. concentrating on that. They're just kind of following what I'm, you know, what we're, what we're working on together. Cause nothing is me telling you what to do. It's us coming up with a plan that's going to work for you and your yeah. family. Yeah. And like, I lost 10 pounds. I didn't, didn't even know it, you know, so yeah. you're just not focusing on that weight. Yeah. You know, that scale. Exactly. So. Yeah. It's completely flipping the script on what most people think when it comes to weight loss. Like you said, the calories in calories out tracking every little bite and every little everything. And then your mindset most of the time is terrible because you're punishing yourself and you mm -hmm. don't feel like you can enjoy and whatnot. But when you completely flip the script and you're like, I'm going to eat real foods that make me feel good, both mentally and physically. And I know fuel my body in a positive way. And then all of a sudden, like you said, yeah, you wake up one day and you're like, man, I feel great. And then you're like, right. man, these jeans are looser. Yeah. And like, this is, right. you know, this is right. looser and things feel better. And then like, it's just like the kind of like this afterthought almost when it comes to the weight right. loss, you're like, oh, you know, icing on the cake is yeah, I dropped a few pounds, but man, I feel yeah. amazing. I can keep up with my kids. I can go run. I can do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I really try to focus on how you, how you're feeling rather than just, again, just how, how we look also affects us, mm -hmm. you know, how we look, but I just, I, I don't like to focus on that number, yeah. you know, yeah. that magic mm -hmm. number that people think they need to get to because, um, first of all, a lot of the times that number is, is some ridiculous number anyway, like yeah. you yeah. think, you know, right. you yeah. need to be. So exactly. Yeah. I don't like to focus so much on that. I yeah. just, again, just what, what you're doing for your body mm -hmm. as far as, you know, all the things that you're going to avoid later. And I think that when you're in your, you know, twenties and thirties, if you can learn 
you know, and, and uh, start doing that stuff sooner than, mm-hmm. you know, later, it, it's just going to make such a big impact, you know, mm-hmm. oh, on yeah. your life later. Cause you don't think about that when you're 30 years old, you're not thinking about, well, when I'm 50, you know, when my mom passed away, I was 37 mm-hmm. and was kind of thinking about it, but didn't know, like, didn't know mm-hmm. about food. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. you, you hear about like, okay, alcohol can, you know, increase your risk of breast cancer by this much, or this can do this to you, but Mm you, you're watching like whatever, good morning America or whatever. I'm just thinking back into my, you know, thirties or whatever, you know, a doctor will come on and tell you, you know, we we've discovered that this is not good for you. And you're like, okay, you don't think about it. You know, like you don't think about what you're putting into your body. I I don't know. I just, I know I didn't. And I know a lot of people didn't, you know, didn't think, don't think like that. And just, again, just goes back to that, you know, we just think in terms of calories or whatever back right. in the day. And so exactly. Yeah, oh, that's so good. Hi, friends. I just want to take a quick moment and thank today's sponsor, Flash Marketing Solutions. Flash Marketing Solutions provides full service website and marketing solutions. They focus on your website so you can focus on your core business. I'll be honest with you, friends. When we first started the Gutsy Truth, the idea of building a website sounded super fun, but quickly became a daunting task. But thanks to Flash Marketing Solutions, they got our website built, freeing up hours of our time to focus on the podcast. If you're ready to be gutsy and need a website for your business or blog or whatever you're hoping to do, we recommend Flash Marketing Solutions. Visit flashmarketingsolutions.com slash gutsy for more information. That's flashmarketingsolutions.com slash gutsy. And right now, all new website clients get the first year of hosting for free. Thank you so much, Flash Marketing Solutions. If you are enjoying the podcast and want to support our mission to empower and inspire people everywhere, we would love for you to consider becoming a Patreon member. By supporting us on Patreon, you are helping us to continue to create valuable content and build a supportive community for listeners like you who are choosing to live a gutsy life. Visit thegutsytruth.com slash support to learn more. So what are some tips you have, um, kind of switching gears here a little bit, but what, like we've talked to... Um, like meal prepping, right? As far as like, not just like, not like in a typical sense of meal prepping, as in like you spend seven hours on a Sunday cooking your meals for the week, but like things you can do, because Caitlin and I had a whole summer mini series back in June of like things you can do just to help here and there. Cause yeah, at the end of the day, most of us are full-time working people or we have kiddos, we have busy lifestyles, like to cook a full out meal every single night. Sometimes just is not not realistic. Yeah. yeah. Not so what realistic. are, what are some tips you have so, just preparing? One of the, I think planning and prepping kind of go hand in hand, right? Yeah. So you have to have the plan first. And I, I do think that that is a million percent key is having mm-hmm. a plan. Um, because without the plan and without a little bit of prep, it's going to be real hard, Yeah, mm-hmm. real, real hard, especially if you're just starting out. And I do, I do, um, encourage people when they do start to plan, like if you've never planned before, then don't. And with any of this, like, mm-hmm. Don't go, I'm going to go all in tomorrow and, yep, you right. know, try and do everything at one time. So if you've never planned, then you start with like my, my clients just start with two meals, like yeah. one or two meals like for that week, but just planning. And I have like a, a whole like thing on how to plan, but just looking at your calendar is really important. Look in what's coming up in the week and when you have more time to do things and when you don't. So, mm-hmm. you know, my kids have this activity or I have this meeting to go to or whatever it is. Um, but looking at that. And then the next thing I say to look at is what you have in your fridge and in your, you know, use what you have first, you Mm -hmm. know, and again, people say it's expensive, but how much food are we wasting? So look at what you have and see what you can plan 
um, what meals you can plan based on what you already have. What leftovers do you have that you can maybe freeze because you don't want to eat them right now? We've mm -hmm. had them for two days or whatever. What can I freeze? And I love freezing things in um, in uh, mason jars mm -hmm. so that you can pop them out and that's an easy lunch. Uh, so just looking at that and then, you know, then once you have what what's going on, what can I make out of what I already have? Then look at, okay, now what can I, you know, what am I going to go to the store and get? And then my, for prepping, the easiest thing to do is to at least wash your produce and get that, some of it ready, you know, yeah. wash it and just, because you're not going to eat those strawberries, you're not going to eat those carrots, you're not going to eat some of that stuff if it's not, you know, already ready. prepped. I do it all yeah. the time if yeah. I don't prep it. So that's my, my biggest thing. You don't have to, you know, we see like people with containers for every day of the week or whatever. You yeah. don't have to do all that. Yeah. And I like to just kind of just, um, do some protein. I know you guys have talked about this too. Yeah. Protein, maybe some quinoa, you know, things like that, that mm -hmm. you can prep and you can use them throughout the week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those are my biggest things, but, and yeah, it doesn't have to be hard. It yeah. Believe me, because I don't, especially during the week, I do not do hard during the week. Yeah. I really just don't. Exactly. And it doesn't have to be fancy. And I think that's what, when people think of meal prepping or eating healthier and wholesome foods and stuff, like automatically their brain goes to like some super fancy, crazy French recipe that you would only find at like some yeah, high end no, restaurant. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. And I tell people all the time, you know, like we get questions like that on food all the time. And I'm like, yeah, when I first started, like taco salad was a staple in my house. Yeah. Hey, it still yeah. is. It still is. Yeah, it still, still is. Yeah. It's still in my house too. Yeah. I think that bowls and especially when you have kids, also, it's like just figuring out um, kids a lot of times don't like things mixed together or whatever. How sure. can and you don't have to. And this is I do work on with people. Um, I have a pretty big email list and I'll get uh, I'll send out surveys sometimes. And yeah. I um, have people ask me like my kids, you know, won't eat this or my kids won't eat that. And it's just if you're going to make chili, like my daughter for a while. Um, well, not for a while. She's still it. She's a vegetarian. Um, but she doesn't, she's not going to eat the meat or whatever. So how can I make this whole meal for my family? And just kind of, if she's come, this is when she became a vegetarian after she left our house, but um, she's coming over for dinner and this is what I had planned or whatever. How uh -huh. can I do this so that she can eat, you know, what can yeah. I, and we still have all the same ingredients. Yep. Hers doesn't have meat in it, you know, and yeah. I, I didn't make a separate thing. I added the meat last and scooped some out for her. Right. You know, um, I, I really love doing like taco salads or bars or bowls because yeah. for, you can just put everything out and everyone can make their own yeah. and add what they want. Yes. And for, I do, I, I work a lot um, with trying to educate people on picky eating mm -hmm. and things that you can do for picky eaters. But that's one is just keeping things separate so that they can pick and yeah. just having always just, and I did this for my kids before I was even on this journey, mm -hmm. I am not making special meals for everybody in the house. There's right. five of us. And if you don't like it and it's not, you don't like it, you have to eat it. I just always had one thing that everybody liked. There's, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, whether it be the potato or the whatever, like yeah. one thing that everybody liked or one thing that that one kid liked. I have one child that was extremely picky, mm -hmm. extremely picky, but never was making him ex, you know, extra or something different. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. That's my, my thing for that is that if that's your reason, that's not a reason. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of it is just excuses in our head. It is. You know, yes. that we can't do something. And once, once you get into it, it's like, it's not that oh, this makes life so much easier. It really I've does. had moms tell me, I've had them tell me that, you know, dinner time is 
the worst time of the day for me. Mm -hmm. And I just, that's part of my whole thing is like eliminate the 5 p.m. chaos. Just by a little bit of planning and a little bit of prepping and get the kids involved. When you get them involved, it makes it so much easier. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have a five-year-old and I can attest to that. She's, she's rather like, yeah. You know, like get her, get her in and have her whatever, even if it's just stirring something that's already kind of made or yeah, it, you, there's, or even setting the table. Like that's kind of become her yes. thing now these yeah. days is setting the table and that gets her involved. But you know, she has a little bit, she has a responsibility. It's easy for her to do. She's not overwhelmed or it's not too much at the moment or whatever. Um, but yeah, I love that. Like all yeah. that you said, because it does that. Like when you throw in kids, that adds a whole different factor. And people ask me all the time. You know, like, does my daughter eat what I eat? Because I'm, like I said, gluten-free for sure and mostly dairy-free. I said, yeah, like, what I make in my house is what my husband and my kid eat. Like, I don't do anything special. I mean, there's, I mean, some nights when you're just, everyone's exhausted and I call it hodgepodge night. It's like, what do we got? You want a sandwich? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We do that, too. It's it's every man for himself night. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. We call it whatever. Is it, you know, my my youngest son, is it whatever night? Whatever night. Yeah, exactly. It's whatever night. night. And those are... We have... Yeah. Yeah. And those are okay, too. Cook once, eat twice. I love cook once, eat twice. Yes. And it can mean a a couple of different things. Cook once, eat twice, eat the same thing twice, or cook once and repurpose that. So if you had, like, sloppy joes with you know, one night, then you have some of that leftover sloppy joes on sweet potato the next night or yeah. two nights later or whatever yeah. it is. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or for bre- the biggest thing for us for a long time and still now, um, things are a little bit different now because it's just the two of us mm-hmm. instead of, you know, a family of five. But um, uh, f- for a long time, it was, I mean, I always, I still do. We, we cook massive amounts. Like if I'm going to make something, I'm doubling or tripling it. I am not, we're we're not playing here. And, um, just lunch. That's our lunch. Our Mm -hmm. leftover dinner is our lunch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What are some tips you have for breakfast? Cause I know so many people get stuck. I feel like on breakfast and you mentioned that too, because society has deemed breakfast as this pastry like you're either having this huge egg meat spread you know hash browns like this huge spread or it's like a muffin like there's like no in between really (laughs) so I love um I love yogurt Mm -hmm. yogurt because it's especially Greek yogurt yeah protein and fruit um again, I, I go back to the moms, like what's going to be super simple for a mom. And I love protein shakes in the morning because yeah. you can just, it's like a whole meal. You can add it all in there. And I'm not talking about just take some protein powder and put it in the blender. I'm talking about add, you know, I have like this whole like little formula, you know, you add some greens or some cauliflower and you add, you know, your, your fruit and mm-hmm. just, it's a, that's the easiest thing. It takes like literally just a few minutes to yeah. put all of this goodness into the blender yeah. and kids love it. So that's a really easy one. Mm. Um, hard boiled eggs are a staple around here. Mm. Always have been like, I always make hard boiled eggs in the beginning of the week. Cause that's something easy that you can add more protein with, you know, the yogurt or yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not. And if you do make like pancakes or waffles or whatever, you can make those again, double yeah. and then freeze and yeah. add protein powder to it. Add a couple yes. scoops of protein powder. You could sub half the flour yeah. um, with protein powder. And I'm not big like for kids to be having a whole lot of, you know, like protein powder, mm-hmm. but you c- it's still good for like in those, because as a teacher for so many years, like kids come to school and mm-hmm. what they eat for breakfast affects the morning yeah. for yes. sure. Oh, I yeah. 
30 years. <laughs> I will tell you, oh, it 100% I bet. does. So when we feed them like the pancakes or the waffles and they're not having a whole lot of protein with it, it's just not, mm -hmm. doesn't make for a great morning for the teacher yeah, <laughs> or for the student. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's just, sure. mm -hmm. um, so yeah. So I, yeah, those are, I, I think that oatmeal, you definitely have to have, if you're serving oatmeal, you definitely have to have some protein with that. Yes. Oatmeal can, that's one thing that I struggled with my dad with for, <laughs> ever. Yeah. Um, he loved eating oatmeal for breakfast. I'm yeah. like, he's a diabetic. I'm like, you cannot just have that oatmeal. Yeah. You, you got to balance you, you that carb spike. That so yeah. Yeah. And just again, just doing a little bit of planning ahead. And if you can get the, you know, mm -hmm. some of those things in the freezer, but yeah. Yeah. Those are, yeah, it can be, I think breakfast, but eat eggs, eggs only take a few minutes to make. I mean, yeah, even if so they're true. not hard boiled, a fried egg, scrambled eggs, that's so easy, yeah. but making sure you put some of that fruit and don't forget, you can have some veggies. And th this is a big one that I do too. If, we, if I make veggie, like some kind of, you know, I'm sauteing like peppers and onions or something, I'll take some out and put them in the fridge and then I can just scramble them up with my eggs, yes. you know, just yeah. making extra to put yeah. Just kind of thinking forward. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, I think it all goes back to like choosing your, choosing your hard, so to speak. Right. Like everything we're talking about with meal prep, meal prepping. I say that in quotes as people can see, as cannot see me, but, um, like it's not hard compared to being sick all the time and not feeling good all the time and not fueling yep. your body and having illnesses. And like, it's it, like, again, society has deemed this whole quote diet culture as something hard to do, but it's not. Right. And I want to like break down that connotation because it's not hard I'd rather spend five extra minutes thinking about food than have disease down the road. Like, right, right. <laughs> you've got to. Well, and it's also not even just the disease. I mean, that's a big part of it, but yeah. also like the stress of coming up with what the heck am I feeding my family or myself yeah. or my husband? You mm -hmm. know, what are we having tonight? Yeah. That's so much stress and stress is stress is one of the worst things for your health. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, oh yeah. So you know what I mean? So yeah. the stress yeah. that comes with all of that, if you, you know, if you get out of that mindset that mm -hmm. it has to be hard, it doesn't have to be hard. And oh, I thought of another good one for, um, for weeknight meals and mm -hmm. for breakfast. Um, I love, I love this just coming up with kind of a theme uh -huh. for, I like this for weeknights and we actually, my husband and I do do this. Like Fridays are always a crockpot night, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. my husband has a weird work schedule because he works in aviation. So he works at night. Mm -hmm. um, but Fridays, I, we, we have two, um, two, uh, Airbnbs mm -hmm. that I, uh, that are 40 minutes away. And I go every Friday to check the people in and, you know, yeah. their RVs. So I have to kind of show them how everything works. And I'm telling you again, I just, I do not like cooking after, especially the summer when it's so hot and you're yeah. like doing stuff outside and come back in. And so crockpots usually Friday night, yeah. like we have like a little theme thing, you know, of course, taco Tuesday, but just if you come up with a theme that That's makes so your smart. planning so much easier. I love and that. then for breakfast, like every, and every Monday, I did this with my youngest son, like every Wednesday was like waffle Wednesday. Like we had a day, like Monday's this Tuesday's this, you know, and this is for, yeah. you know, getting those kids out the door when it's school or even yourself, it just makes mm -hmm. it easy on Mondays. I'm going to have a smoothie on Tuesdays. I'm going to have this, you know, and variety. Yeah. <laughs> variety yeah. is so important because I think that's another thing that um, my clients get stuck in with their breakfast, especially is just having the same thing every single day. And yes, mm -hmm. that does make it easy to have a smoothie every day, but if you're going to have a smoothie every day, you need to be changing the ingredients that you're putting in the smoothie. So if yeah. you're putting, you know, your greens in, swap, you know, maybe the next day with cauliflower or some zucchini yeah. or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. so just swa yeah. swapping those ingredients that you put in because you really do want to have a variety. Yeah. Oh, exactly. for sure. 
But I love that theme days. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't think of that in life. Of I have theme. I have a whole um, blog post and it comes oh, with nice. a, uh, so we can. We'll link you know, that in the show notes. Link yeah. that. But it has, um, it has like all these different theme ideas and then recipes and yeah, it's a whole thing because I think it's really I wish I would have thought about it like when my kids were little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did I did when my son was younger with the with the mm. um breakfast. I didn't do it for every day, but for certain days. Cause especially on the days that you know that I had mm. a little bit more time, I was like, oh, this is the day that we're gonna have every whatever we're gonna have these. Yeah. You know, before I started learning that I could freeze all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And for a lot of crock pot recipes too, like you can prep everything, like put it in a Yes. A, a container or what, yeah. freeze it and then just dump it and you're ready to you go. Dump. It's so easy yeah. to dump. That's, that is one of my best tips is like the crock pot is, oh my, I do not go probably a week without using my crock pot. I use yeah. it all the time. That's awesome. Oh, I love it. So what's some encouragement you could give people who say are listening to this episode right now and going like, okay, I know I need to switch up my food, <laughs> but I'm so overwhelmed and lost. Yes. And I know we've kind of touched a little bit on this, but what's some just like little first step tips you could give people as they start on so, this journey? Yeah. The very first thing is just, we talked about the mindset and all that, but yeah. the first thing is just, um, it is overwhelming. Just add yeah. Mm -hmm. Add. Mm -hmm. Don't think about I'm depriving myself and I can't have, I can't have, I can't have. Don't think about deprivation. Mm -hmm. Think about what can I add mm -hmm. yeah. and start adding things rather than taking away. I think that's right. my biggest, my biggest tip is just start adding more mm -hmm. fruits and vegetables and just getting them, you know, like I said, just prep, like just get those strawberries prepped, get the, yeah. you know, get things that are going to be easy for you, mm -hmm. not overwhelming. And don't think that it all has to be, I'm still doing it 10 years later. I know you all, you just yeah. did one on, um, your products, right? The mm -hmm. products that, yeah, you, the products, walks. Yeah. yeah, beauty, beauty yes. products. And so just, I didn't switch my, my like household products and my beauty products and all that. Um, I knew that there was probably a reason I should be swapping them, you know, here yeah. again, before I was, Really, I wasn't on Instagram until a few years ago, very a lot, you know, like just looking at it. But just before I even knew that why you had to, why you should not have, but why you should swap them, I knew yeah. I should swap them. I knew yeah. I shouldn't be burning the candles, but I didn't know why. And until I knew why, mm -hmm. then I started swapping things. But I, that was like three years ago. Yeah. It yeah. took me a long time to get there. So yeah. it's not, you don't have to go all in. It's just mm -hmm. little bits and they make such a big impact. You know, we talked about my blog, my blog's name was, is small gestures matter. And it was for a couple of reasons. Cause I love hospitality and mm -hmm. there was, that's kind of what I started. Like I said, it was kind of a lifestyle. So it was like small gestures, but it also, my husband helped me come up with that name. And it was, um, also with what, with your nutrition, it's yeah. just really small steps. Everything I do, all my businesses have the small name to them. So my, yeah, love it. my first, uh, my first business was my, uh, my computer education, my STEM education, it was small bites, bites with a Y nice. and then my small gestures matter. And then our, um, Airbnbs are small escapes. But yeah, just, just, if you just do little small things. And one thing I, I had thought about too, is like, just when you're changing things, you not just like, you know, change one product at a time, but even if your kids or you are so used to eating yogurt with, you know, the yolk plate that comes with the fruit in it, right. and you look at what's in there and you're yeah. like, okay, maybe I, but if that's really hard for you to do, then get some Greek yogurt or some, just some plain yogurt and mix the two together, you know, mix yes. it together until, yeah. especially for kids, I think it's 
just a little bit at a time. And then mm-hmm. until you get to where it's mostly the yogurt with your own fruit, you know, just yeah. every little thing. Yeah. And it just, it adds up and it, and it matters and it, you'll look at, you'll look back and I know you, you girls say this too. You look back and you'll go, wow, I did a lot this, you know, this yeah. last couple months or this mm-hmm. year. Like yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. So, and you feel so yeah. accomplished. And yeah. so like, so accomplished. And yeah. again, it's just small little things that you, be, you create habits, you create yep. all these small little habits and they, they don't seem as big as if you're going to change everything all at right. one time. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah. I love the name of your, your company. And I think that's like so on brand for you, for you. And I think that just, yeah. um, just encompasses everything about how to approach mm-hmm. making those small steps. I think that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's all about that. I mean, that's like our number one thing we preach is baby steps and anything you're doing, yeah. right. Whether you're overhauling your food and everything, or you're starting a new, you know, career path or anything you're doing, like you just like, you can't just put on shoes and go run a, like run a marathon. Like you actually yeah. have to like put on the shoes first right. and then walk yeah. out the door, you know, like if you break it down, then it's not so overwhelming. And I think yeah, that's something so- we try to break down as society because of social media. Like you just see these awesome highlights of people's lives all the time. Right. You see, or you see like the dramatic trans body transformations, you know, like weight loss transformation or whatever. Like you just, you see the blips in time. You don't see right. the journeys. You don't see the journey. Yeah. 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 And there's, and you're all, there's always going to be a few steps forward and then, mm-hmm. you know, a step back. Yeah. That's life. You know what yeah. I mean? We're always going to have those setbacks and it's, it doesn't have to be that all or nothing. I'm going to throw in the towel. This is, this is way too hard. Just right. really little baby steps. And then, and then once you start adding, then you just start looking at the products. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, maybe you're using, you know, inflammatory oils and you, mm-hmm. ch- you change the oil this week, you know, yeah. and you run out of, you know, whatever the pasta, <laughs> you run out of this pasta the next time you try a different pasta. And maybe mm-hmm. you try a couple different ones that, right. you know, you, your family wasn't a fan of that chickpea pasta. Okay. So I'm going to try a different one, you mm-hmm. know, right. it's, yeah, no, that's it's, perfect. It's just a journey. And it's just, and it's, it's never, it's, it's never, it's never over for any of us. <laughs> no. you know, there's always something you can do exactly. to change your, your health. You know, yeah. I'm 56 years old and I'm still, still learning and still changing. Yes. You know, and I'm not, I'm not looking back going, Oh, what did I do to my poor kids? I wasn't, you know, I would, they were, I was feeding them frozen waffles and right. you know, I don't, I don't look back at all of that. Yeah. Like, Cause you what, can't. what example, what yeah. I saw, I saw this and I've, I'm adopting this. Okay. So I got to read it. So somebody's, put the other day um if your child adopted your you know your health habits your mm-hmm. eating and exercise habits um would you would you be happy oh right that's so powerful to me mm-hmm. right yes. so would you be happy so again going back to like what do i say to myself what am i showing my kids about you know am i beating myself up mm-hmm. if we're all eating the same thing and we're all treating it the same way then you know, hopefully your kids will grow up with these habits, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. my kids know them now. I mean, yeah. I, they didn't have all, you know, all the things that I do now. They didn't have right. when they were my, especially my older kids when they were, that, you know, younger, mm-hmm. but we did it. We did a pretty good job with what we knew at the time, but yeah. you sure. have to just, you do the best that you can with what you know. Yeah. And then you move on. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you can't, you can't beat yourself up for what 
you know, what you did in the past, but just think about, you know, how you want to feel about it and how you want your family to feel. Yeah, Mm -hmm. no, that's, that's all really, really great advice. And I think resonates with us specifically and I know our listeners. So that's awesome. Yeah. So there are two questions that we love to ask all of our guests at the end of our podcast. So we would love to know what is something gutsy that you've done and how did it make you feel? So this question, I've been thinking about it because I listened to your podcast and I knew that question was coming. um, (laughs) So there are, I've done some gutsy things that at the time I didn't think that they were gutsy, but I'm doing something gutsy soon. Okay. Um, Okay. I, so I've done yoga here and there in the privacy of my own home Mm -hmm. for, for, you know, on and off, never didn't know any of the poses, nothing. I mean, just did a little bit here and there, some like yoga Pilates type things. Mm -hmm. But in February, um, I found out about a new uh, yoga studio here. And I started going in February Mm -hmm. to an actual studio, which I had never done before. I've done it like one other time for a regular yoga class. And I did take a couple of um, like restorative yoga things Mm -hmm. years and years ago. But I started going in February and I started going again, little baby steps twice a week. Mm -hmm. I enrolled a couple weeks ago to become a yoga instructor to to take the training. So again, it just goes like I'm 50, whatever years old and gonna, yeah. And I am not, believe me, I am not some like uber flexible person. (laughs) I am started from scratch in February and just kind of been talking to the, the, I love my instructor, Melinda. And, um, there's another one, Michelle and Melinda's my age and Michelle's my daughter's age. And it's just been really, really, that's really cool. And so I'm really excited. And my intention again, like when, when I wanted to take the nutrition classes, a lot of it was just for my own, Mm -hmm. um, my own, you know, just my own knowledge and uh, learning and growing. And that's what this is. It's not, I don't have, well, when I signed up, I, my intention was not to, um, you know, be an instructor, but we've been chatting. And so I think I'm going to do kids uh, start yoga classes because that's just my background yeah what I love doing. And so, yeah, I'm really excited to kind of just start something new. Yay. That's so fun. Oh my God. I love it. I love that. And (laughs) And, and I'm telling you in February when I started going, if anyone would have said, you know, six months from now, you're going to be, you know, taking, I would have like, no, never. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. And I think what's so beautiful about yoga is that like, it's about, it's a practice, right? It's not a destination. It's not like you might be able to do one pose one day and the next not, but it's just about getting on your mat on a regular basis and it's a practice, right? And I think that really applies to nutrition and food and health in general. It's like, it's Mm -hmm. a practice. It's a daily choice to do something. Um, And I think that's just, yeah, that's awesome. And I'm so excited for you about what that, what new season of life you'll enter as a I know, I'm I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm excited. It's, yeah. Yeah. I like to learn. I, I think as I'm getting older, I don't want to just be, you know, yeah. like I want to learn new things and try new things. And this is really probably the nutrition going to nutrition school was not um, so hard for me because I had been learning about it for like seven or eight years before I actually went to nutrition school. But mm-hmm. um, this is, I'm really I'm pretty nervous about this one, but it's good. It's good. Yeah, nerves, it's right? so, yeah. My husband yeah. and I always say, if you're nervous, that means you care. And so yes. I think, that yeah. And true. if you're nervous, that means, that means it's good. That's yeah. a good yeah. thing. Right. So for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Okay, so our final question as we wrap up this awesome chat um, is what have you been doing in your life recently that fills your bucket? So that that's kind of goes with what the last one was. Yeah, it's the yoga. It's yeah. really, um, it's the yoga and my grandchildren moved just a few minutes from me last year. Nice. And they fill my bucket. So yeah. they yeah. live three minutes from me. I have a three minute walk. And so, but the, yeah, the yoga, especially uh, in the last month since I lost my dad, it's been mm. like just the community of people, mm-hmm. you know, moving when, um, when you're older and you don't have all the kids activities and things like that, or, you know, we, we work from home, mm-hmm. you know, my husband works from home and I work from home. So when we first got married, he was in the military and um, before we had kids and I, we just met people through his work and yeah. just moving you know, three years ago and not knowing anybody has mm-hmm. been real, a real challenge, really hard. Sure. Mm-hmm. And just the community with all the people from yoga. And then also just, you know, like you said, like being on your mat and the practice and everything has really, yeah. really been helpful in the last like month and a half since sure. my dad passed away. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But yeah. And my little babies. Yay. They bring I love- me joy. Yeah. They bring me jo- yeah, joy. Vitamin joy. Yeah. Vitamin joy. Vitamin joy. Vitamin joy. Vitamin joy. We, we keep telling Leanne we're going to make t-shirts and then we're going to have to give her some royalties. Oh, all yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah. for vitamin joy yeah I love that. that's uh, a great one I love vitamin joy so yes yeah. well Tammy this has just been such a great conversation we are so glad you joined us today because like like I said at the beginning we could all talk about this forever yes we could <laughs> um, yes 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 um, so it's yeah, been wonderful you. so thank you so much for being on our, our in our episode today thank you for having me I enjoyed it and I love everything that you girls are doing I, I love it I love that people are able to listen to your podcast and learn so much so well, thank, thank you. Of thank course. You. Thank you. And before we leave, Tammy, can you just share with our listeners where they can find you and connect with you? Because I'm sure they're going to want to learn, continue to learn from you. <laughs> okay. There's a couple different ones. So my, um, for health coaching, it's TammySmallHealth.com. And then Small Gestures Matter is my blog. So that's Small Gestures Matter. And that's where all my recipes and everything live. And then on Instagram, it's Small Gestures Matter as well. Awesome. And we'll link all that in the show notes. Um, And then you also have a little something that you're going to share with all of our listeners. Yeah. So um, you can book a a console call. And if you coach with me, I will give you 10% discount. That's awesome. Thank you. I'm sure our listeners will want to jump on that. So thank you. And if anybody will also, you said you'll link the, um, I have the, a protein freebie that I can give. And also um, that, um, the, uh, what do you call it? The menu planning, the, the, the themes one, the themes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Perfect. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll link all that as well. So those will be definitely, um, beneficial for everyone to, to use, to get started on their journey. So that's awesome. Thank you for that. All right. Thank you girls. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Gutsy Truth. We are so thankful to have you here with us, and we hope today's episode was helpful and inspiring. Until next time, we encourage you to learn more at thegutsytruth.com, and we'd really appreciate it if you left a review on today's episode on your podcast streaming platform of choice. If you are enjoying the podcast and want to support our mission to empower and inspire people everywhere, we would love for you to consider becoming a Patreon member. By supporting us on Patreon, you are helping us to continue to create valuable content and build a supportive community for listeners like you who are choosing to live a gutsy life. Visit thegutsytruth.com support to learn more. And until next time, that's the gutsy truth. <laughs>